Pinnaman Awusu never thought she'd have anything to do with fashion, but next week this Ghanaian-born Kiwi will have the honour of showcasing collections from six contemporary African designers and two emerging New Zealand-based African talents to about 300 guests in Wellington on an event that she's been working toward for three years. That event is New Zealand's first ever African Fashion Festival. Welcome back to B-Side Stories, Pinnaman. Thank you, Laurie, and thanks for having me here again, <laughs> championing this cause and, yeah, supporting me with it. Thank it, you. Well, I, I had a little look. I thought it was two years ago you were here, but it was actually only just over a year ago. Yes, over a year ago, I was frantically trying to organise a crowdfunding yeah. during Easter. <laughs> yes, um, and you the were... The things you learn. <laughs> I have learned a lot, yes, not to organise crowdfunding during a holiday when people are away, but it really also... Um, showed me that I've, I'm quite resilient and um, there is support in the community to go through the whole experience and have people rally up behind me, support me with money and to get to a third of the target in less than four months. I mean, we're talking nearly $10,000. Yes. was unbelievable. It made me know that there are people who believe yeah. in the project and want to support it. So I guess it kept me going and here we are. Yeah, and Almost now the dream is actually it's about unfolding. Yes. How do you feel at the moment? Um, very supported, very Great. loved, extremely encouraged, you know, the getting people coming up to me, I guess, with a few press um, that we've gotten so mm. far and all the media exposure, people, strangers just come up to me and tell me to keep going oh, and it's really wow. a novel thing I'm doing. So that alone just humbles me and keeps me going. So I'm quite happy that people are aware of what's going on now. Great, yeah. Pinnaman. Amazing, amazing thing. Yeah. And I know it hasn't been easy for you, but you've you've really had to persist in believing Absolutely. this, this dream. Yeah. Why, you know, what, what, why did you want to persist with it? Because you have had a few, you know, challenges yeah. to get Absolutely. there. I think the opportunity outweighs the challenges. Mm. I feel very privileged. I feel that I've been given so much and that with that comes a sense of responsibility. Right. I want to give back. And I think that my upbringing has also really influenced me. I grew up, my grandfather had um, lots of jobs. I mean, a company, hotel that was employing so many people. And people showed me so much love. And I could see the joy on their faces as a little child just spending time in my grandfather's hotel. And to be given this opportunity to study abroad and mm. have everything given to me on a silver platter pretty much by my parents. And going back home and seeing all the, I guess, the drive, the entrepreneurial spirit of people and the limited um, infrastructure or lack of support, I thought, well, you've studied policy. You really are interested in development. I mean, I was more interested, to be honest with you, in healthcare. And then... Not fashion? Um, not at all, <laughs> not one bit. It's just funny having family tell me, oh, we're very surprised you didn't go to medical school. And my auntie just recently told me when I was in London that we thought that you will be a doctor because as a kid, you're always offering first aid. And when right. everybody's sick, you're the first on the scene trying to offer support. And I think that nurturing, caring part is still there and mm. possibly is one of the drivers behind this whole initiative of now I've done policy, mm. I've got experience of working in employment policy and education, and I know that you can make a huge impact 
with that. And I'm wanting to use that. And I guess finding that I love fashion and there is a lot going on there and the designers that I've had the opportunity to meet, the work that you're doing, working with artisanal communities, empowering women, women who are normally marginalised, working Mm. with them and um, creating jobs locally, preserving techniques and skills that I guess would have just gone out with, you know, all the technology and innovation that is happening. I think that what you're doing, I believe in it. Yes. Especially when I take Akosia, who was weaving with only four women, and now she's got 45 people weaving for her. She's creating jobs in very remote parts of Ghana, harsh conditions. And that really drives me. Yes. I want to be a part of that. I want to be able to support something that is making a real impact on the ground here. Sounds fantastic yeah. uh, on many levels. So with that, um, maybe just while we're, we're in Ghana and we yes. can see that at the moment, yeah. what, you know, has, has Africa, you know, in my view, my eye, the, yes. the books that I looked through as a yeah. kid, the textile yes. looked amazing and the yes. colours, let alone the different prints. Yeah. How thriving is the authentic clothing industry oh I I wish I could say it's booming but not really um Mm. so if I take Ghana or Mali it's it's still Mm. there it's it's labor intensive to get those beautiful fabrics made and a lot of the companies or the big textile companies like if I take Ghana apart from the loom the kente is woven on looms. So those traditional mm. techniques are still there and it's very rich and it's a part of our culture. So that's still being preserved. But a lot of the big fabric companies, textile companies have all shut down. Yes. And now with Chinese imports and also, yeah, it's taking over and also the secondhand goods mm. um, is really infiltrating the market. And uh, in some cases, it's actually affecting our environment because there is so much goods that are dumped. Um, used in um, Africa is being used as a dumping ground for them, you know. So, so. this is a result of fast fashion, really. Definitely fast That's fashion. Um, and yep. even to think that most African countries, you know, we're very blessed to have our own tailors and seamstresses. Mm. So, things are custom made. But of course, with the health, um, tough conditions, people can't afford that. So the mm. fast fashion stuff is also making a way to the continent and now pushing a lot of the industries out of business. So mm. as a young person who was growing up with, I guess, these luxuries, I want to preserve it. And I yes. know the impact that it can make. And it's it's more about quality than the quantity of clothing yes. you've got and knowing that you're paying a good price for an item of clothing that has employing somebody and giving them a fair wage. Uh, and, and that, to me, means a lot. And I feel like we need to think more about purchasing decisions and knowing that as consumers, we really have power. We decide with mm. our FPOS card mm. who mm. we're endorsing. And I think that, for me, um, I take an active role and I've been doing that for the last five years and I'm hoping that that's what I'll continue to do and I'm trying to influence my friends and yeah. have those tough conversations with them. Yeah. Good, good. And so... When we talk about the the fashion that we're we're hope we're seeing yes. next weekend, <laughs> yes. you know, we're, what could you describe 
in a way what we might be seeing Senior. on the catwalk in it's a vibe or a contemporary fear? African fashion, definitely mm. more modernized take yes. on the, some of the traditional pieces. And we're not just looking at clothing, we're looking at accessories. So hand woven, beautiful handmade raffia bags that are made in Africa. And I think this is also going to challenge a lot of assumptions that quality stuff cannot be made in Africa. Because the designers are always, always pigeonholed. And I think right. that does is really trying to break some of that boundary um, to say, look, good quality stuff can come from here. Great proportions. And, and you as a having that background will really appreciate the cuts, the proportion, the attention to detail, the construction of the clothing are just beautiful. And the fabrics are just amazing to touch. Silk That's fabrics right. printed with batik which is traditional techniques. I must say, you're looking through. Yeah, the bag's got yes. me pretty excited. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> yes. And um, definitely the beautiful textures and the, the yeah. batik printing Absolutely. was like, oh, my golly goodness. Yes. Now, so, and also I've seen you looking very dashing around town wearing some beautiful designs. Well, actually, yes. I have to be honest, <laughs> stalking you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but well, um, so you have two New Look, Zealand absolutely. African designers. Yes. What a gold mine. They yes. weren't around last time. I no, think. no. Um, <laughs> so one just recently graduated from Massey University and had the privilege of seeing her graduate collection as um, the industry, as part of the industry showcase. So our Massey. Our Massey University is really, really supportive. So I've mm. um, been liaising with Sue and Jenny um, Witte. Yes. They've been really supportive and actually have helped me. A lot of those um, volunteers are all from Massey School of Design. Yes. Um, yeah, oh, a great. lot of them. So really giving them that kind of hands-on experience that I wanted when I was at uni, um, just having the opportunity to give it to these young people. And they're so incredibly talented. And I think that we only give... We need to give young people a go and trust that they're capable and they can take initiative and being a part of that in itself is great. But yeah, we've got an amazing talent, Cheeto, right. straight out of, I think, currently doing her master's. So I can't wait to see her collection. And of course, Zainab Sikona, who is a Malian, um, but grew up in Belgium and has lived all over the world, <laughs> wow. um, Singapore to England and um New Zealand now, she is also um, a great talented designer, has a play on more the African prints, but um, coupled with silks. And so it's more Eastern um, <laughs> influence. So, yeah, I'm quite excited to be able to showcase these um, diverse collection. And I think the theme is going to be more about diversity and celebrating mm, that mm. And, and bringing that across the models that we use, as well as the clothing that we show and the accessories and the beautiful eyewear, which you would love because they're all made from sustainable, reclaimed wood. Yes. yes. So we're all about being innovative and creating jobs, but just saying that, you know, there is a new African people should be a bit more open-minded mm. and um, to see the work that is coming out of there. And let's celebrate. And really, right. whether New Zealand or overseas, really um, take an active step, support the industries and um, just pay a bit more premium for good stuff. Yeah, but yeah. also I love what you're saying about the diversity and the uniqueness, and I feel, you know, that's what makes me a little bit sad more yeah. and more. I feel like, yeah. we're, you know, we're not celebrate, we're not as... Uh, unique is what we could be as individuals yeah. Yeah. and I don't think there are uh, chain stores 
no. uh, compliment, <laughs> you know, enable this yeah. either. Mm. So good on you. Now, what about what do the African designers, uh, if I were them, yeah. I'd be saying, why would I want to show in little old New Zealand? Oh, <laughs> what, I, what's good for them? I, I've told them that New Zealand is very, I've had the opportunity of growing up in New Zealand and it's very multicultural. People are very embracing of other cultures yeah. and I think that um, I want to be able to get the opportunity to bring their work here and I've told them, look, if there is any place at all, Wellington is very open-minded, um, very fashionable city, so why not? The colours, the trend, the patterns, everything will work here. And I can even see, imagine friends in them already, so I just go, oh, that would look good on this person, that would look great on that person. And so I think that and the genuineness of, you know, you've done your homework, Pinamon, wow, we know that you're talking mm. to people and it's not a joke and you're very serious about employment and really getting mm. us to be accountable and be a part of development. So that gets them to come on board. And I've met each of the designers by Laurence, who Great. is based in Ivory Coast. When I went to um, Ivory Coast, she was in Paris, so I didn't get to meet her. But every one of them that I'll be showing the collection, I've personally met them, and I know the conditions that they're working in. Right, right. So, yeah. Good on you, Pinam, and that's good. And it'd be yeah. good. It's good to hear these stories, too, yeah. these true stories. So what are you most looking forward to about the show? Um, I think having people celebrate how far we've come yep. and, of course, being able to also acknowledge and really say thank you to all the businesses, the individuals. So um, Kamakula has been there, you know, day one with me and really, really been supportive. I've had people's coffee. Um, just been so supportive. They're doing a special blend of I coffee for me. Yes, and they named it in Ethiopian <laughs> Arab language. So I feel so spoiled and so loved. And of course, um, Wellington Chocolate Factory have had to change their production line to make special um, chocolate to support the event. Um, Tuatara is coming on board. Great. And we've got High Master giving us cheers and supporting um, this project, Intercontinental, providing accommodation for our models. And Great. As well, and God, Wellington City Council finally coming on board. Yeah. Um, so that is really, really remarkable. And of course, oh my God, there's so many businesses that have made this project happen. David Blackmore, I could not say thank you enough to him to give his venue to me for free. That's to great. Say, just use the space and make this thing happen. Well, David yeah. Blackmore is how I started out, really, in the fashion wow. well, because he ran a market and we had a little stall in that exact space. So good for you. That's I am, fantastic. I feel very blessed, yeah. He's so, so lovely. And um, I think that, yeah, there's so many more businesses that have support and individuals that have been very supportive and um, Dave Gibbons from yes. Radioactive has just held my hand, literally knocking doors alongside me and helping Great. people help me out. So I think that's really good. So, yeah. Pinamon, this is quite amazing because yeah. I think even for a, um, a young Kiwi woman, the idea of trying to put a fashion show on would be overly daunting. Yes. <laughs> and as we heard Sam Manzanza say in yeah. his, you know... Um, Africa Day. Yes, on Africa Day, yeah. he was one of three Africans here. Yes. You know, when he, he oh, moved here. Yeah. How have you, this young, gorgeous Ghanaian girl, but this is quite an amazing milestone to yes. reach. Yes. What do you think has enabled that? I think is the upbringing, I'll be honest with you, and, and the support. My mom is my biggest cheerleader and right. my parents are really great. My dad allows me to be. 
he's not the kind of traditional dad that will go, you have to do X, Y, Z. It's just education is the most important investment mm. I want to make in you. You do the rest. You know, he makes jokes of, if I pass away, nobody can take your education from you. But the house, the cars and those right. things, people can... And go do, with that, do Yes, words. they do yeah. allow me to be, and I think I owe that to, to them to be able to just go off and feel like I can conquer the world. And with friend support, my network is incredible. My friends making me cups of tea, taking me out for dinners and making sure I'm eating and, and staying on top of things. And that's something that I can't put money on. You know, that's a good support. Yeah. Hey, Pinnaman, do you... Yes. Do you really love fashion now? Is that going to be a track that you continue to go down? I I definitely can see lots of opportunities. So um, I love fashion. I live and breathe it. And now I feel like, you know, I need to change people's perception about um, not just buying clothes, but really questioning who is making my clothes. Really genuinely taking an active step, you know, not just people tell you that I'm producing in a good factory. Well, I want you to be accountable. I want to know where this is coming from. Can you justify why you're charging me $500 for a jacket? Mm. You know, why should I choose your piece over something that was made in New Zealand that I can guarantee that if paid a fair wage, minimum wage is good. So um, I am now questioning a lot of my purchase decisions. And I think that I, I hope that I can take an active role because after this, we want to have um, launch our e-commerce website and also actively approach um, stockists and buyers in New Zealand to come on board and work with us and even have this project. I am really keen to keep it in, in New Zealand, whether in Wellington or Auckland or wherever we get support. But I really hope that, you know, Wellington will come on board and let's keep this, make it bigger, bring in international designers and make something happen in our economy locally as well, you know, something we can celebrate over a week. Definitely. Yeah. And so if we wanted to go, where could we get tickets? Are there um, any left? We <laughs> sold out of tickets, but we've released um, a set of new tickets today. So we probably have about um, 20 or so tickets to sell. So on our website, if you go there, Africa, as in the continent, fashionfestival.com, or if you go to Eventbrite and search for Africa Fashion um, Festival in Wellington, it will come up. It's the only festival. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you can get some tickets. We've put up more GA tickets and a few VIP and premium tickets. And the good thing is part of the proceed is actually going into supporting social initiatives that I started a a mentoring program in Wellington and I want to keep it going. But this first lot, um, 15% of the ticket money is going to go to support a school in Ghana at Jamestown. So I'm hoping that New Zealand um, consulate in Ghana would go and make the donation on behalf of the project to say this is something that we've done here and we're also giving back and supporting education so it's for a worthy cause so yeah nice and what are you going to wear Pinnaman? Last oh my question. god yes i i've got a few options from 1981 oh. so i'm so excited <laughs> about it and uh, i can't wait to rock one of those beautiful clothes on the day yes well, you have a beautiful day, Pinnaman, and um, I'm sure it will be a major celebration. And congratulations to thank you. you very, very much. Impressive. Thank you for your support and mentoring and advice along the way. It's been really, really useful to have people like you support young women. Thank you.